This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. If you're watching... Um, Patreon. Hi, we love you. And if you're listening and you want to join our Patreon, please do. We upload all of the videos there for this podcast, which I should introduce. Welcome to Don't Blame Me. Hi. Hello. That's Megan. <laughs> and that's Melissa. <laughs> DBM Eminem. 
letters, acronyms. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, no. Um, I'm loopy. Me fucking too. So See, that's you. not you mine. Up, no, you were up very early because you texted me this morning. And you already had an Instagram up by the time I got up. And I was up at like nine. I consider nine early. But you oh, used okay. to wake up I at was like up seven. Earlier. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. Moss yeah. is like, whatever happened to that? I'm like, I had a job, you fuck. Why would I be <laughs> awake more hours of the day than I need to be? You just transferred them to the nighttime. That's all. Yes, but nighttime, you don't feel like, oh, I should be, I should be like, everybody's work. Like, come, what, what no. am I doing with my life? Nighttime, I'm like, yes, I am laying down and eating chips in bed. And watching TikTok. This is an advice podcast where we bestow on you our wonderful words of wisdom all of oh, our yes. years um fun fact we are the female versions of tuck everlasting so that's why we give such good advice you don't know the reference we give advice like we give advice to each other to our friends we are very straightforward tough love but it all comes from you know the key word of that is love you know we're doing it from a, a nice place uh if you are easily offended by uh, bluntness and directness. Welcome to your this podcast. We're going to break that out of you. <laughs> or you might want to leave. <laughs> well, you could do that too. But I mean, give yourself some credit. Just, yeah, Try just it out. Let it, let it play in the background. And as we say, if you let us know in your call, hey, I'm a Pisces or hey, I'm just like really sensitive. Go easy. We'll go easy on you. Mm -hmm. But you got to give us all that information. Otherwise, hey, you can't blame us. <laughs> Oh, but if you want to call for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Keep it under three minutes or you will be cut off, not by us, but literally by the Google voice recording one. So mm -hmm. write it down, practice, time it out, make sure everything fits, make sure you have all the important details because we usually are yearning for more details and there's a lot of things that usually you can leave out. Um, you got to be 18 or over or have your parents' permission. Imagine that like someone calls in and it starts with being like, hi, this is uh, Becky Sue's mother and she has permission <laughs> to call into the podcast. And then it goes, hi, hello, I'm Becky Sue. <laughs> Can you imagine? Well, Ooh, I just imagining not. that name is very hard for a child, but uh, but Becky I, Sue. I would love it. I would love it if somebody if you're under if you're under 18, please have your parent verbally give consent I love that. Imagine you just like you do the dad. Dad's not big. Uh, yeah, sounds good for sure. I signed the field trip form. I approve. <laughs> you oh, know how so many field funny. trip forms that I forged just because I forgot to get them signed at home? Do you know that that was my unpaid job in middle school because mm -hmm. I was so good at forging? I had a whole like I had a stack of all of my friends' parents' signatures and I memorized them and then we would pull them out for reference. We'd do that all the time. Beautiful. And they didn't care. No, they didn't. Because it was like, it would be things that you just forgot to get signed. Yeah. It's nothing wrong with that. Unless mm -hmm. it's something dangerous. Yeah. But if your school's doing a dangerous field trip. Shouldn't be going. Yeah. Um, what's new with you? How are you? There goes my phone. Um, <laughs> I was like, what is that? Is there something ringing or is that just happening in my ear? Do you hear a ringing noise? Well, stop talking for a second. I think it's my ear. 
I think it's your hair too. <laughs> so that's what's new with me. I'm okay. currently having a ringing in my ear. I also I haven't told them that yet them either, but I also um, directed uh, one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, Elisa Garza. Yeah, some. So it's just like, and there's other cool people. And she was just, I don't know if you saw this other day, but she was just, uh, other day, I mean yesterday, she was just trending on Twitter because she called them Vanilla Isis. She said it on CNN and then everybody clipped it. (laughs) Like, isn't that the perfect name? The perfect name. Because one, we know that Vanilla Ice is a Trumper and then Vanilla Isis perfect the layers in that <laughs> joke yes the, like you bring she said it on cnn just like straight lace and just kept going like it was Stop. nothing but you knew like you could see in her eye that she knew that she had did something she just dropped it yeah <laughs> i need to go watch that clip that's fucking hilarious I have it. i'll send it to you oh my god <laughs> i have to tell mox he's gonna die <laughs> that's so funny wow Wow, wow, wow. Should we get into the update? Okay, so um, I guess my original call was about me. I just moved out with my boyfriend a few months ago, and um, I keep getting invitations to things from his family and also my family. And I don't know how to say no because I'm a people pleaser. Um, (laughs) So I was just calling for some advice on how to say no. And you gave some really great advice. Actually, you informed me more about the pandemic than our government has. Um, So that really (laughs) helped. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty much the gist of it. (laughs) So what happened after um, after you called? Like what what did you take? Did you what did you guys what did you do? Did you talk with your boyfriend? Like what happened after? Well, I had been talking about him or about him. I had been talking with this to him, um, like about the whole situation. And he was kind of feeling the same way. Um, we're both Virgos, so we're very similar <laughs> in that. Um, and we're not good at confrontation. So I was like, you know, I should just call them and like get some confirmation that I'm not insane. Um, and then like, we'll go from there. His family hasn't really invited us, uh, like invited us anywhere recently hmm. so maybe i haven't they listened to the podcast to anything yeah they're maybe <laughs> maybe um that would be a little awkward if were. <laughs> um but like i definitely agree with the advice that you gave me of just like setting that boundary now because outside of the pandemic it's not it's going to be the same thing you know mm-hmm. so uh i haven't really had to use my voice in that sense but if anything does come up i now feel more confident too i think i just needed you guys to like hype me up and be like yes it's okay <laughs> we honestly feel like so i would say a good 50 percent of the calls are people just like is it okay if i do this like mm-hmm. there is yep. it's a lot of it is just seeking permission and approval and like hyping up which is i think very very, very accurate. But is his family taking the pandemic, like scale from one to 10, how seriously is his family taking the pandemic? They're like out of five. In the beginning, they were really, really strict about everything. And mm. then they loosened up. Like they even went on vacation and oh, we were like, no. not down with that. Yeah. We we're like, what the heck are you doing? And then his dad came back and got COVID. So Oof. we were like, 
uh, are you going to do something about this or are you going to keep being silly? You know, Um, they continue to be silly. So we've kept our distance. (laughs) Wow. I really appreciated the the advice that you gave me about bubbles because Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Like I... I've gotten so much conflicting information that I had no idea that just leaving your house to go to the grocery store breaks your bubble. It pops your bubble. And definitely have done that a few times. So I'm definitely reining it in. Well, <laughs> and it's also valid. Like that's the whole thing that like, the, that's why we call it like essential travel in those kinds of things that like people think that, and like, it's not a knock on you at all. It's just something that like, it is so true that a lot of people, and also people get overwhelmed with information. There's so much out there that like, it can feel really daunting of like what to like believe and what to listen to, especially because um, our government <laughs> is like, it, it, it's they very capital. Things. They release yeah. things and don't explain them. And no. the thing is, is that they've stopped using bubble. If, yeah. you, if you look at any of the official things, they don't use bubble anymore, but they never explain why they don't use it. Because now it's household because they Mm -hmm. needed to specify that it's only people who you're living with and like who like that's like whole thing was like, oh, the one person in a couple designated. um, And again, this is not like about we're not talking about jobs, people leaving Mm -hmm. who have to have to leave because of like their work or anything like that. Uh, But like one person in the household should be getting the groceries and like and, and even like Mats and I are in Colorado now. And like, that's still what we do. Like there's like. Mots picks up groceries. We do the the contactless delivery in the back of the car, but he's the only person who goes. Like it's not his brother, it's not like it's not his sister-in-law. Like he's the assigned person who goes and does all of that kind of stuff. And it's it's hard for especially like older people to kind of understand that because it takes a while for them to get comfortable. So they got comfortable bubbles. <laughs> and then it becomes mm-hmm. like that's what they rely on is like that term and this thing that they now it took them months to fucking they're finally understanding bubbles. And it's like we've moved we've moved so far past all of that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. but it's I, I'm glad that it was helpful and that it gave you guys validation because it's it can be really hard, um, especially because it's not it's not your parents that like when someone else's parent like people can feel an obligation to their parents Mm -hmm. and that also like, oh, well, my parents are what I'm assuming more. They're probably more, uh, I'm more considered high risk than, I don't know if you, you don't have to disclose either you or your partner's, uh, health history or anything like that or anything, Mm -hmm. but like you're, I'm assuming his parents are like obviously older than you guys and older than us. And so Mm -hmm. that's where, you know, comes like more people who should be the most careful based on like where, their age are what their pre-existing conditions are sometimes aren't and then it can be hard to kind of try and tell other people how to be healthy for them (laughs) you know what i mean and like making as opposed to making those choices for themselves which we have to do at this point but Mm -hmm. it's fucking hard yeah here's the call hi megan and melissa so okay this is probably not a question you ever expected getting but my question is, how can I be more empathetic? Um, I've been told by friends that I come off as very sociopathic, but I know I'm not because I do cry over books and movies and like things that happen to my friends and family. For example, I had bald when Archie's dad died in Riverdale. Yes, I know. I watch Riverdale because I was like, what if that's my dad? So I was like, well, maybe I'm narcissistic because I have a hard time making friends as I never want to go about asking them about their life, really. 
I just want someone to care about me and ask me questions about how I am. I had a, I tried to use Bumble BFF like at the beginning of the year before the pandemic. And I just had a hard time like connecting with anyone because I just got tired of like asking them questions. I wanted them to just talk to me about my day. Um, so yeah. And I feel awful about that, but I just simply feel like I don't care about other people as much as I should. I just feel like I don't take their like emotions into account and I don't really know how to do that. Um, I thought you two would be the perfect people to ask because I see how much you care about other people by your activism and the way you handle the pandemic. Um, on the flip side of everything, I often find myself irritated when other people don't care about other people's feelings and don't take their feelings into association. So I guess I'm kind of a hypocrite too. Um, because here I am asking people like why religious people are sad if someone dies since they go to heaven and they think heaven is so great. Yes, I actually asked my roommate that once and she had to explain it to me because I didn't understand that that was like a rude thing to ask. And I often have to ask her, is this rude to ask someone before I do it? Um, my former roommate. Um, now I live alone. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. Um, but yeah, so if you could give me any tips or advice on how to take other people's feelings into account and stop being such a bitch, that would be great. Um, also, I don't, because of the roommate thing, we're not, we're not living together because I'm, it's not because, like, she thinks I'm a bitch. <laughs> um, but P.S. I'm also Leo. I was born, uh, one day after Megan, so I often think about you because we're almost birthday twins. But, yeah, that's my question. So if you could give me some advice about how to not be a bitch and care about other people more, just like starter tips, I'd be really grateful. Thank you. We're not shrinks, and I think, or therapists, and I think the only people that can answer this question are therapists well because uh you said your your friends refer to you as sociopathic um i can't tell you that you're not but i can tell you from what i know about i have a <laughs> I have a lot of personal experience with someone who is a diagnosed malignant narcissist um which and has been uh speculated as being potentially sociopathic um from my you don't you're you do display empathy for it and you're able to put yourself in other people's shoes like watching tvs and movies and stuff like that and so we can't diagnose you with anything at all um i would say though that i think there might be a chance that you're a little narcissistic but I think there also might be a chance you're just having a hard time reading social cues mm -hmm. and interacting with other people and bonding on um, an emotional level. And the fact that you like asking your roommate if this is inappropriate to ask or not, that also displays a lot of uh, awareness of that and like checking in with that. But if prior to that, if you have experienced like any sort of like impulse control or something like that, um, you might want to, I would just honestly go to a psychiatrist and have a discussion with them about this and like very much not saying this as like, we're diagnosing you at all, but we've mm -hmm. had a call somewhat similar to this. And we had a don't blame them where someone called back and suggested this. And I think it was so incredibly helpful, um, that this, some of these, that it, it, you potentially maybe ask a psychiatrist, um, a psychologist about, maybe potentially uh autism spectrum disorder mm -hmm. that might it might totally like what you're describing i think i get what you're saying you're afraid that you're coming across like as a bitch and like you care only about yourself or whatever but i think if this is something that you've dealt with your whole life 
over and over and over again. And it's a pattern that you're not um, that's not necessarily changing person to person, because like sometimes when you're having conversation with someone and I know if I don't really want to ask someone about their lives or whatever, I'm like, I just don't really like this. I'm not really bonding with this person. Like this just is not it. Like if I only want to talk about myself, it's usually because the person I'm hanging out with is not that interesting. But it's not that I don't find everybody. It's not that I don't find anyone interesting. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like sometimes it can be like person to person. But I think if this is an overall thing that you're noticing, then I think that there's absolutely, uh, I think you'll get the most clarity through a psychiatrist. And even if a psychiatrist is like, you just might be narcissistic. That's something that therapy can also really, really, really help with. I read an article in the New York Times a couple months ago, sent it to you, um, about uh, a woman who is a diagnosed sociopath. And it was about Mm -hmm. how her relationship with her husband and her kid and like therapy and just her whole experience. And it's wildly, wildly interesting. Um, And I will, I'll send that to Melissa so we can include that in the show notes too, that I think that there's, I mean, we have like a certain YouTuber who did a, a profile on another YouTuber with a lot of psychological terms, which Katie Morton was very great at like interjecting with, you know, not diagnosing and all of that kind of stuff. I think people can use certain words as like descriptors and insults, which are actually like medical diagnosed like conditions. Um, and so, yeah, talk to I talk to a professional about this because mm-hmm. I think you obviously display signs. You you can display empathy, but it's just not necessarily in the situations where it sounds like you want to mm-hmm. or understand why that's something that doesn't come naturally to you. Right. Like it's not necessarily something you need to fix about yourself. I think it's just something to like understand more about yourself and see mm-hmm. why it is. And if there is something that you can do that makes you feel better about it. Yeah. Agree. And if you want to talk to somebody and don't want to hear back what's going on in their life, they're a piece of perfect place. I was going to say, or start a YouTube channel. (laughs) Just talk to a camera all the time. You know, Um, I would also, you seem to be taking what your friends say really like without any sort of offense at all. Um, But if that, that would hurt my feelings. If my friends like, said that in a way that like wasn't but I guess I also don't know their tone if uh yeah I'm not I I mean I'm also not a fan of people using psychological terms as adjectives um so in those situations if I I mean I would I would let your friends know that like hey (laughs) this is like I I hear you what you're saying but like that's I'm not diagnosed with that that's not an adjective and yeah. I would prefer we didn't speculate if mm-hmm. you are, you know? Yeah. That always gives me the X, but it doesn't it didn't sound like it gave you the X, which is fine. Yeah. But yeah, again, really not trying to diagnose or speculate or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I think this is a great time. You seem like you really want to figure this kind of stuff out and I think if we can spend more time focusing on why we do the things that we do ver- and like the origin of them versus just trying to fix them like blanket statement wise, um, I think that would be really helpful Yeah, to understanding yourself more. Right. Okay. Should Let we go on to the next? Yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Hi, Megan and Melissa. I hope you're doing well. Love the podcast. Um, all right. Keep things short. I'm just going to jump in. 
so I was dating this guy briefly for about a week and then but we saw each other like four times within that time span and but I noticed that he gave me a fake name and was married and had the kid um I ended up confronting him about it but somehow he managed to convince me that he was divorced by showing me like these digital like divorce papers that could honestly be photoshopped um and that he wanted me in his life and all of these things and he was making a huge effort and whatnot so i just gave him the benefit of the doubt and i gave him a second shot um big mistake uh we ended up we ended up spending a lot of time together he was sleeping over like more than once a week and I spent his birthday with him and even took him, like, took time off of work to go on a long weekend trip with him. This was all within, like, a month and a half time span. Um, but he ended up breaking up with me, like, right after that trip um, through a voice note, which was super contradictory in a lot of ways. But looking back, honestly, like, the whole relationship was super toxic and very manipulative and very much on his terms. and. It just and he continues to text me sometimes, like going like I missed you and all of these things. It's just very manipulative. At this point, I've just kind of ignored his messages, and now I've I've actually blocked him because I do not need that in my life. Um, and I'm very happy with that being done with. But the real reason why I'm calling is that the day he broke up with me. Um, I actually noticed that his ex-wife, or what I thought was his ex-wife, had posted a series of pictures for fall, and one of them included his hand pointing at his ring finger with leaves on the ground. Um, and he honestly gave me no reason to believe him or trust him, so I'm not even going to try to justify and say, like, oh, it might be an old picture or something. No, I definitely think he is married now. Um, and But what I'm conflicted on is, whether or not he was cheating on his wife or not, I I don't know if it's if if he is cheating. I feel like a responsibility to reach out and tell her because I know I would want to know if my partner was cheating on me or if my husband was cheating on me. But I also know just like based on her social media, I know she deals with depression. So I think morally I want to tell her, not because I'm trying to get this man back, but it's more of she should know the full picture. Um but I also worry about my personal safety because he knows where I live and I live alone. So I think I'm a little concerned about this backfiring on me. So any help would be useful. I think if you're concerned with your personal safety, then that's what you should prioritize and don't do anything. Yeah. Until you said that, I was like, yeah. tell her. But if you're concerned with your personal safety, I think there's also a reason that she would be concerned for her personal safety. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that not telling her will hurt. If you're afraid for your safety, I think not telling her will also help her safety. Yeah. But what? the whole thing is awful. And what a manipulator. Tra don't believe men. Yeah. <laughs> Just like don't yeah. like th this. These stories of these things that are like, oh, well, blah, blah, blah. Ugh, I can't like if your fucking man speaks so much shit about an ex and like talks about how awful and crazy she is and all of that kind. No, 
No, if you can't take any sort of responsibility in that stuff, like you could talk about a toxic relationship, but if you like place blame on someone and like all that kind of shit, like I just, I can't. I mean, I think like this will inevitably blow up in his face, but you have to, like we said, you have to prioritize your safety first. And like, I as we always say with these kinds of things, like you have to do what you would want someone, if what you, what you would want to happen if you were on the other side of it. And I get how that can probably feel really frustrating for you because you would want to know and you would want to tell them, but like you have to put yourself in her shoes in the same way that you're, you'd be afraid for your safety. Mm-hmm. That like, yeah. that's the priority. Yeah. And I think you should block her on social media too and stop looking at her stuff. Yeah. I just, what did he, oh, that makes me so sad because like, obviously sad for you, but it's manipulating someone that you've like been married to, like all that, like as a child with, like, how do you, like, he could have told you on his birthday that he couldn't hang. Do you know what I mean? That like, it would have been so much less suspicious, but like, that's someone who like gets off on that, that like you were spending all this time with him, like around his birthday and going away and doing all of that shit when like he doesn't have that obligation to you, but he has that obligation to his wife and the mother of his child. That poor fucking woman must be so like, unless she knows, but like if he's this manipulative and shit with you, I'm gonna bet it's not like a very okay and consensual open relationship um also like he gave you a fake name you already figured that out yeah so like did you ask him about the fake name or did you continue just to call him by his fake name even though you knew that's who he was wait when did you find out about the fake name it seemed like it was pretty early on because she said they um what'd you say she Ooh, said you she found- said that she said she said that she found out about the name and uh that he lied but then he somehow manipulated her to get back together. This man is a serial killer. If someone can convince you after you find out that they've been using a fake name, ma'am, you dated Ted Bundy. Like that's terrifying. Yeah. Like not a knock on you in the sense of like, cause obvi- like, you know, you've, you've got this clarity now of being like, wow, holy shit. But like someone who is able to manipulate you into being like, yeah, that was my fake name, but like, we're still going to date. <gasps> that's terrifying. That's so fucking scary. Yeah. See if it was me. No, that's a lie. Hmm. If I lived in this city that you lived in, I would just, I, not you, I, Megan, as someone who is, excuse me, someone who has, he has no idea who I am. I would fucking stalk that shit, figure out what he's doing. I'm not suggesting for you to do that. I'm just saying if you live in, um, not now, but in a couple months, if he lives in the Los Angeles area, let me know. I will follow him with my car. There is no way he's not like doing. I I think he's a serial killer. Fake name, fake divorce papers. You don't do. I mean, holy shit. If you just do that to sleep with women, you must you must be bringing absolutely nothing in the bedroom. Right. So when when 
you t- confronted him about the fake name because you confronted him about the fake name, about having a kid, about being divorced. He showed you this, like just miraculously have his divorce papers on his phone and, and showed PDF. them to yeah, and showed it to him. Maybe you know, lawyer sent it via email. I don't know. DocuSign. Yeah. But like he had that. But what was his reasoning for a fake name? I can get a guess and we need an update call. So you need to call us back so we can talk about this. I am going to guess that it was I'm my ex is so crazy. I have been so nervous. Like she just like she attacked me. I've been fearful for my life. Like I I just needed to know that I could trust you because that's where the manipulation comes in that you've won now knowing my real name. And then when he pulled up his divorce papers, did you check to see what name was on the papers? Yeah. Did you zoom in? Did he hand you the phone or did he flash it to you? Mm hmm. Or did he offer to show it to you? And that, 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 I mean, that's, that's one of the oldest tricks in the book. I'll show you. You don't have it shit. You just know that me thinking that you're saying that I'm like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. he's definitely telling the the truth. I've got the divorce paper right here. Like here it is. You know, they do the little Mm -hmm. half flash. Maybe he Google searched it. Also, what I want to know. And again, when you give us an update, we're not going to include it, obviously. I want to know what the fake name he used was. And then I want to know what the real name was. And are we even sure that that one was his real name? Right. That's why I was asking about the divorce papers. But yeah. if his like wife is on, is she tagging him in things? Because how else did you find her? True. Well, I mean, you could, hey, it's us. You don't need to be tagged. I know, but I'm just, you. I know, but I'm just saying if uh, he would have like if, he, if he's in if, the photo or like if she gave if he gave her the real name, that's how he was. She was able to like follow yeah. the steps to find the wife. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because like if he just kept going with the fake name and how did you find out that he had a it was his fake name? I just have questions about this I have name. so many. I also Call really want to know what it was. Yeah, call us back with an update, please. Wow, okay. We're going to take a quick break, guys, and we'll be right back. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. 
Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time. And I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tins four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. 
in our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about book of the month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like this I like all of them this is hard and I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like okay so these are like my top ones I'm assuming they will be yours so don't pick the same one as me so then we can swap afterwards and that's what we did so we got the Ministry of Time by Killian Bradley and we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, we are back from our break, and let's get into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I am a 22-year-old, turning 23, uh, girl that lives alone in Los Angeles, which 
hasn't really scared me. I'm pretty independent. I'm an Aquarius, so I'm used to being like super independent on, on my own. And I've never been freaked out by living alone until this week. So on my doorstep were three gifts individually wrapped with no note, no name on them, nothing to indicate who they were from or what. <laughs> so I opened them up thinking it was from my building manager or my landlord or something and inside were two books i'm looking at them right now one of them says 52 questions for relationships the other one says me you us a book to fill out together and that one is a drawing of a girl and a guy like hand drawn in and then there was also a crystal i practice witchcraft so i use crystals a lot but it's so weird like i don't have anybody that left these here for me i called everyone i know i called my landlord and was like this is weird there was no note left here and like it's making me uncomfortable and weird like how does this person know that i use crystals or like what and so i had to check the cameras and then he tells me that the cameras weren't working like hello am i going to be murdered or something and then when the police come they don't have any cameras and he sent out an email to all of the tenants to see if they knew anything, and no one has responded. And the whole situation just has kind of put me on edge a little bit and made me a little bit uncomfortable. And I don't know if I should reach out to my landlord again and be like, one, for sure, get the cameras fixed, please. But also, I don't know if I feel safe living in this building. And my lease is coming up. I don't know. It's just I need advice on what I should do or any other tactics to just feel safer. I have bars on all of my windows, and I work from home, and I, like, never leave besides to, like, go to the grocery store. So, I oh, I don't know. It just put me in a weird headspace, and I would love some advice. Um, yeah. Anyways, thank you. So this is the third woman from the last call. He's a fucking serial killer. Oh <laughs> my God. Here's Are you sure to- it was for you? Did the drawing okay. look like you? Because that is a good question. Yeah. Do you know who lived in the building before you? Mm-hmm. Um, because I mean, like crystals, I feel like every other gal in LA is into crystals. So like them leaving a crystal isn't like, a red flag for me but like um are you are you absolutely sure it's for you here's the thing though it doesn't really matter if it's for like whoever this is for he's stalking whoever this is for it's inappropriate and scary and And, sketchy unless it was somebody that like was supposedly expecting it like what if like somebody like they left it at the wrong place let's say no card Let's say like it was like a task rabbit thing. Like they hired somebody to go drop it off and they accidentally dropped it off at the same at the wrong place. And like the person who actually like it was meant for, they had the they it was like texted, like, hey, um, I just had somebody drop off something for you. And then it didn't happen. Because it went do, to the wrong place. But I, I, I do d- like that as the opt I like that. As an option, I don't know. I don't know, but I just want to give you like a like a little bit because she asked how she could feel like a little bit more comfortable. Maybe yeah. it wasn't meant for you. 
Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you an action list. First thing you do, you do tell your landlord you need to get these camera fixed or I'm going to report you. You have to do this immediately. Um, and I need to, this needs to be done with, and I, I need to see this, like once these are done. Um, and in the interim, I need the names and contact information for every person who lives in this building. And then email well, that to me. You can't give that. You can't do that. He If he can't give, but he has you to like... You can't give uh, the name and contact information of everybody who lives in the building. Can, you can't but do on, that. She's not on any of the... So he... she But she has... That's the thing that's like so fucking frustrating with this, which I don't doubt that like you're basically at the... At, at whatever your landlord tells you he's going to do. So him mm-hmm. saying, I'm going to email them and do all of that. So maybe it's... I... Oh, if you know anyone who lives in the building, who knows anyone else who lives in the building, if there's a way that you can through the people there that you know and trust kind of compile a list of people or um, and find out who lived there before you. Put up a, a picture of the drawing of the man that's in the picture because that might be the sketch, like a police drawing. It's really, it's a stick figure. Yeah. Oh my god! But no, this is ter- this is so fucking this creepy. Is, and yeah. I, you should move. You should one hundred percent move, yes. even if it is a fluke and it's not. It wasn't meant for you, and it was meant for someone who knew it was coming, and it was like not a creepy thing at all. Um, there's also like if I sent a gift. That could be mistaken as creepy. I would follow up so often with my friend until they got it. And if they didn't get it, I would then figure out what went wrong and pick up the present or COVID. Nobody's going to want to come pick it up because of COVID. But at the very least, I would have been like, where do you drop it off? And then I would have left a note and been like, I'm so sorry. I dropped a gift off here that was meant for somebody else. Like not even asking for it back. Just like. For that, but I think, I mean, I know, um, listen, keep lights on when you go to sleep, if that makes you feel better. Um, Maybe insert a a ring so you have your own camera. Um, Get one of those. um, They're on TikTok, I've seen, but I mean, they're not on, I saw it first on TikTok, but uh, they're like rings and apartment lock system. There's rings, but then there's also like apartment... uh, lock systems that you can do that are like safer and more secure for like apartment buildings that like don't affect you don't have to reinstall anything you're talking about that thing that you put on yeah i bought one doesn't fit my door oh really (laughs) yeah fuck it sucks yeah it doesn't fit my front or back door damn well if you can measure yours yeah and i mean if you slide into my DMs, I will send you mine. It would be there in a day because <laughs> it's sitting yeah. in a box. I'm serious. Like, I'll send it. And yeah. if it works for you, then it works for you. Yeah. And you're LA based. So, That's like, what I'm saying. Like, she's in LA. Yeah. Yeah. If there's like, I also, I would, if you can think of, and not to criminal minds this, but if you can think of people that you've gone on a singular date with, someone that you rejected, someone that, your blah, blah, any of that kind of stuff, if you can kind of make that list and try and narrow it down. And aside from, it sounds like you've done the list of all of the friends who could have sent it to you. If you can go down the list of people who 
wouldn't that that you're not considering a friend that you wouldn't really think anything necessarily of someone who's maybe had a crush on you for a really long time or someone at um anywhere but i would also say um again i come from a place of absolute paranoia all the time and uh watching too many crime shows Switch up the grocery stores you go to. Take different routes when you drive home, um, and make sure your friends She's and family from home. She's are not going all... anywhere. Yeah, but from the from the grocery store, like yeah. switch up those True. things. Be aware of your um, surroundings, and if you do, you said you do live alone. If you have another friend who lives alone and is also working from home, maybe crash at their place and stay there and don't expand anymore. But if it was, and this is the only people like. We're only giving this advice for yes. because she's in L.A. and you're not supposed to be with anybody outside your no, household. But, but like this is only like dire need because this might be an emergency type yeah. of advice. Don't and want other people to take the advice and no. run with it. And also, I, as someone with mental health issues, I'm not giving that advice to someone who has mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's physical health. Killing people is also going to affect your mental health. Like, yeah. But in this case, if you have someone who is 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 doing the version of what you are doing and then only one of you will go get groceries or one of you do you know what I mean like we'll do mm-hmm. all that stuff like you consolidate um yes do that and then uh just to be i mean yeah i i think you you do need to really like be very stern with your landlord too about this and look for a new apartment um yeah. and all of that but if you have any like, if you My need old any apartments still open. <laughs> yeah, Melissa moved in move into her building. She'll protect you. Uh, uh, my freaking neighbor Dolores knows everybody that comes say, in out of here. You, you I will was like, not. Need, you would not like need to worry about anything because she knows everybody that she comes knows in Melissa's here. packages. She yes. knows what Melissa receives in her closed packages. She's oh. on top of it. <laughs> Yeah, but if you need any sleuthing help or anything, please feel free to um, reach out to us. I'm always happy to do some internet deep diving um, because this is, yeah, this is an unsettling feeling. Yeah. But yeah, tell your friends and your family and, and don't downplay like the, do you know I mean? Like there is a level of like not succumbing to those anxieties because it's debilitating and really scary. And that's how I think you should live your life. Like at your daily, I don't think you should, I think you should do whatever you can to make yourself feel comfortable in your apartment and not think about it all of the time. But I do think you need to have a serious conversation with your friends and family and not downplay it and send pictures of everything that was sent to you. Um, and all of that. So then they're just like Mm well-informed. Um, but this is terrifying. (laughs) Time for the last call. Yeah. Hey Megan and Melissa, I hope you are both well. I am 18 and a Gemini. So basically in August 2019, my mum asked my dad for a divorce. It was quite a toxic relationship. My mum can be a bit of a bit of a Karen and my dad can be quite controlling and manipulative, especially as it earns a lot of money, stereotypical white, rich, middle-aged guy, basically. Anyway, around the same time I was getting quite ill with anorexia and my dad made some really damaging comments about my eating disorder and it got to the point it was so bad that my therapist told him he had to move out in February 2020, otherwise I was going to be put into hospital. He moved out, even though my mum had been asking for a while anyway, and 
about two weeks later, we went into full lockdown in the UK because of how ill I was. I was on bed rest and we were shielding. We weren't allowed to go out in the house, anyone in our family. Anyway, in April, my mum sat me down at the table and I knew something was off. I'd felt the vibes for a while. And she told me that she'd met a guy in July of 2019 at a club and he'd confessed he had feelings for her. She'd met up with him secretly a few times. Oh, and he is 28, so 20 years younger than her and lives three hours away. I felt really confused at this and didn't really know what to do, Um, especially as she's still married to my dad and still is today. Anyway, she then told me a few weeks later that she needed a break from my brother and I, um, me especially, and I understood that. Um, And she was going to go stay with him, basically, even though we were in the middle of a lockdown and none of my family were meant to leave the house. Anyway... I knew she needed a break, but still felt very, like, reserved about this, like, not sure what to do. She, and we're meant to be hiding this from my dad, by the way. She's since then seen him several times. She's even brought him to the house, despite the fact that I've said very clearly that I feel very uncomfortable with him being here. Whenever she talks about him, it's quite awkward because she knows I don't want to hear it, but, like, he's clearly a big part of her life. I really just don't like the guy, which I think is... I don't know if it's unfair or not, but I just get bad vibes from him. She says that he's never going to replace my brother and I, but I don't expect that. It's just the fact that she's breaking lockdown so many times, blaming it basically on my illness, even though I'm doing a lot better now, and saying that she needs a break. I understand that because she'd not do it somewhere else. Anyway, every time we argue now, it just kind of gets brought up and I feel very awkward about it. She just says when she needs a break, we're in another lockdown right now. She wants to go and see, let's call him Tom. And I'm just like, if you, if it's so hard to live with my brother and I, why don't you just go and live with him? I don't say that, but it's causing a lot of resentment on my behalf. And I'm slowly trying to build the relationship back with my dad. Anyway, any advice on how I should approach this with my mum and if I'm in the right or wrong would be really helpful. Thanks. So She's a bit of a Karen. Wait. She's a bit of a Karen. I love your accent. I love your accent so much. I love your accent. I want to Ursula steal your voice. I just... I'm sorry. I've never heard a British person use the term Karen. And just like, a bit of a Karen. I made you Irish in that. Are you Irish? No, you're British. Definitely British. I made you Irish in my um, imitation right there. She lives in the UK. Well, some parts of Ireland are in the UK, not all of them. True. I learned that when I went. Well, Um, I had... Hold on, before you start. You have a joke too? mm -hmm. So (laughs) when he said that he wasn't going to replace you guys, was it like as a sibling? As her son? thank you thank you that was my runner-up that was my runner-up like that's not what like I guess that people say something kind of like that but that usually like I've seen that in like movies but that usually happens when they're marrying someone who has other kids yeah and it's like this family won't replace my family but him being like, don't worry, I won't replace you guys. And well, I'm, you're fucking our mom. I'm and that's not something we do. You. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Your mom is being reckless as fuck because you are high risk and mm-hmm. she's just leaving 
and coming back and going with this dude all the time and bringing him back to the house. That is just irresponsible and disgusting and rude and uncalled for as a mother. Yeah. Um, I understand that she's going through a hard time, but we all are. Uh, and she's risking your health to do it. Um, and... Does, like, I know that your parents aren't divorced, but, um, like, they're, I mean, he moved out. They're clearly not together. They're not separated. So, like, her being, like, dating someone else doesn't really bother me that much. It's the fact that she's risking your life to do it. Yeah. I do wonder, though, uh, if it's easier for you to be mad at this guy than it is for you to be mad at your mom. Mm -hmm. because you have a lot of empathy for your mom when your mom doesn't really have that for you. And that's a really like sad thing to say and a very hard thing to hear. But you being aware that your mom is going through a hard time because of COVID and then also because her daughter was just hospitalized and is in recovery. She's having a hard time because you're having a hard time. And that's you're cutting her slack for that and she's not recognizing that she's dealing with this in a way different way than you are (laughs) and she's like blaming you for all of this stuff and like making you question like your recovery when you and like even you having the ability despite your mom being in your ear telling like get talking shit even after that, you still having the ability to recognize that you are like making progress and like you are like working at that. Like that's that's like very remarkable and really impressive. But like. I think this. Sounds like you've had your dad was at shit for, for a long time and your mom was your rock and now your dad's not around and because now your mom's kind of a shit and I think that's fucking hard that's really really hard to deal with but I think it's okay to be mad and it's okay to be angry and like you don't you don't have to kind of stomach that like if you like want to be like I'm pissed at you say I'm pissed at you like you don't have to do this like internal monitoring and essentially parenting of this I'm going to check my emotions and I'm not going to talk about how I feel because I'm taking into account how she's feeling and I'm just going to swallow this and I'm going to deal with this. She's not doing that. And that's not helping either of you. I think you need to say how you feel and when and make your stance clear. You've said you've made it abundantly clear that you do not like that he's there. And I don't know what your relationship is like with your brother. Maybe this is something where when this dude comes around, you and your brother, like you ask your mom, you're like, hey, give us, we need a schedule. We need to know when he's going to come. Get a mini fridge for your room. (laughs) Like have it. So like you are staying, you're not going out into a common space. Like you and your brother are on top of it. And you can kind of prepare for when this dude is arriving, even though they're breaking quarantine and it's like very unsafe. Like if you can stay in your room um, you've got food, you've got uh, like TV, you've got stuff to do. You have something to you can make a safe place for you. So you feel safe and comfortable. It, you should feel safe and comfortable in your own home. But if you can't at that time, making it so your room is and um, so you have your brother and you guys can 
if you guys are close, but having someone who you guys can like, who you can talk to about this because yeah, it's frustrating. And also you have every right not to like, like the dude that's allowed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're very and allowed he's, to. He's being reckless too. Yeah. And weird. Like fucking weird. And like, I'm just like, imagine they met at a her club. Mom. I know. That's a what club. I'm imagining her mom going to the club. Like Abitha. Was it like Abitha? even like, at 28, I think going to the club is old. <laughs> wait, that's actually my thought process was she met a 28 year old at a club and I go, oh, wait, she's not even 28. Like, yeah. I'm thinking like a 28 year old at a club. But like she went to the club as maybe different culture. It's different, mm-hmm. but doubt it because no. Ah! This is this is shit and this is also like i'm so mad for you that like you are going through recovery in a fucking panoramic (laughs) and like a pandemonium you're in a pan you're in a panda express going through recovery and like this is like so the fact that you you're like i this just pisses me off because like regardless of how long this is how much of a process this has been for you and how much of a journey have all of this has kind of been for you like i don't fucking care i don't fucking care if your your mom is fucking tired i don't fucking care like we're your fucking kid yeah and your fucking kid needs you Mm -hmm. and needs you at the bare minimum to not be fucking reckless with their health that's the bare fucking minimum and you can't even fucking do that like that it just pisses me the fuck off that you're putting the work in in recovery and doing this and like that your parents, your dad historically was not supportive and like was shitty. And then now your mom's being shitty. And like, do I want to say that I relate? (laughs) Yes. But like, I just, it just makes me upset. And like, it's you, you, it's about finding those things that you can do in the moment that can make every day go by smoother and make you feel seen and heard and make you feel the safest you can feel. Hello, guys. Hi, I'm Megan. Welcome to Don't Blame No. Um, Don't Blame Them is where a listener will call in with their own advice um, from a previous episode. So they heard something and they were like, Ayo, that applies to my life. I've been there. Or they're just like, Ayo, I have opinions. I got opinions. Guess what I have? An asshole and also an opinion. So this one here is from season seven, episode two, where the gal, she had just had a baby and now she's been having sex dreams about her partner's brother her brother-in-law there's an easier way i couldn't remember if they were married i couldn't remember i don't think that matters i thought it was because it's not technically your brother-in-law if you're not married i guess that's true all right here we go hi megan and melissa um i'm calling to give advice for the most recent episode the woman who is having sex dreams about her husband's brother. Um, I don't have experience having sex dreams about my husband's brother, but I do have experience with um, intrusive thoughts. And I think even though that's not an intrusive thought, if she wants to apply some of the strategies I've learned to deal with intrusive thoughts, um, to deal with her dreams, I think it would be really helpful. So the way to deal with intrusive thoughts that's been most helpful for me is you simply do not engage with them. You just let them float on past you. Like you don't wrestle with them. You don't think, oh, that's not how I feel. Where did that come from? That's so messed up. 
You just, they happen and nothing. You don't engage with them. You don't think, you just let them float on past you. So I think if she wants to deal with her dreams that way, it would be really helpful. So like if she has a dream about her husband's brother, she wakes up and she doesn't think, oh, I'm not attracted to him. Why is this? This is so messed up. She just wakes up, has the dream. She's like, okay. And just lets it float on past her because it's not, it's not real. It's not representative. And the more you try to wrestle with it, the more present it will be in her mind. So I actually think if she like goes to bed actively trying not to think about it, that it will make it worse. Like that's, at least that's how intrusive thoughts can work. And I know that these aren't necessarily intrusive thoughts, but just my two cents. So thank you. Have a good day. I, I think that's great advice. Good advice. Yeah. It's also not something I would ever think to apply you know what I mean? Like to mm-hmm. this, that it does make sense. So good on you for making that connection that they might be similar in that way. Yeah. Thanks, I have Gail. nothing to add. That was great. Me Thank either. you. Well, guys, that's the end of our episode. That's the end of the episode. Melissa and I have been recording for so many hours. <laughs> How many hours? Four and a half. Four and a half hours. <laughs> And I also got ready an hour early because I thought it was an hour earlier. Hee hee hee. Um, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave us a review. Head on over to the podcast app. Um, we do read them. And it is always nice when the first one I read is not one star being like this libtard. Blah, blah, blah. Actually, cringe. it's usually more of like. So cringe. Oh my God. I can't. So cringe. They, I, like, they like. Uh don't they don't agree with anybody that has different opinions from them that's literally what when you have a different opinion from <sighs> someone you don't agree oh my yeah. gosh definition <gasps> shocked <laughs> just get ready they like hate all republicans and like they think like all republicans and white people are racist so like it's just not an inclusive environment for me somebody who like doesn't see color and just loves everybody because jesus told me to <sighs> I'm jizzing on you and like not in a nice way like as if I had a dick if you want to call in for an upcoming episode you can leave a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com again 18 or over or your parents permission and uh, keep it under three minutes write it down practice all of that stuff and um Follow us on Instagram, Don't Blonde Meme Pod. Also, our own individuals. And check out the Patreon. We have um, all of our videos that live there now. It's only a dollar a month. It's so affordable. And it helps us continue to do this show. Because as you can tell, um, we are not a part of Barstool Sports. So we do not have... (laughs) millions of dollars oh god um uh oh yeah patreon we also do live streams twice a month uh five dollars really fun it's literally just like a zoom us all hanging out talking about random shit um and just having a good time and we love that community and we um we love you guys and we appreciate you uh stay golden pony boy and wear a mask stay inside don't kill anybody you fucking murderers goodbye don't stop with your fucking too t- no. Ew, it's too sexual. Stop it. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. End the episode. I'm turning my mic off. Goodbye. Bye, guys. I'll see you later. I'll see you later. I love you so much. Goodbye. <laughs>
Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.